Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello, Kieran. And Kieran. Yes? I've got to tell you something. Do you? It was all a dream. Was it? And you were there. And you were there. Again. And you were there. That's not really a spoiler. Well, that's... come on. I'm drawing at straws here. It's been a rough week. It kind of is, because what if it was a dream? You're you don't know. Straws. i tell you what is another spoiler, though. Mm. Um, I spun a little table turner top, and it's still spinning. What, what are you talking about? Inception. Oh, the first okay. one was Wizard of Oz, the second one was Inception. Okay, so now you're just blatantly pointing out the movies that you're spoiling. <laughs> well, you asked. I think it was a spinning top in Inception, spinning by top. the way. What did you I say? Table top. <laughs> table I top. spun a table top. Well, isn't it called like a table turner thing? No. No? No one's ever called it that. <laughs> I call it that. Okay, fair enough. No one knows what you're talking about. The okay, Beyblade that they spin. So in this show, what we do is we look at a movie that is yet to be released. We look at the promotional materials, the trailers, the posters. I don't think we ever really look at the posters but no we, really we pretend that we do and then whatever <laughs> other promotional material has been released and then we attempt to come up with the plot from start to finish mm. and then potentially spoil it of course cue the title for all you dear listeners we're yet to be proven right or wrong but at the time of this recording by the time that you've downloaded and listened to this episode the first movie that we recorded an episode on has been released captain marvel will be in cinemas right now yes so you can run out and go watch it and see how close we were listen to our podcast let's see how well we went now this week we're talking about the upcoming pokemon movie pokemon detective pikachu detective pikachu once again we're taking a break from talking about superhero movies and and we're talking about something completely different yes Uh, pokemon a movie based on a video game mm. slash anime series. And this came out of nowhere, Kieran. I don't know if you felt that. Oh, but absolutely. It, it sort of really took me by surprise when I first heard about it. I think it's been a little while, quite a few years, in fact, since there was a cinematic Pokemon movie released. Yeah, and, and this I would be the first is, live action. Yeah, this is absolutely the very first live action. I suppose partially live action. Mm, well, the yes. Pokemon aren't live action. Well, if the Lion King movie can be called a live action yes, movie. Yes, that's true. Then this movie can be called a live action God, movie. God, that annoys me so much. I know. It's the live action Lion King movie. It's all anime. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. even know if the backgrounds are. There real are or not. legitimate people in this movie, uh, so we can go there and say that it's live action. And we're going to be talking all about them in this episode. That's right. So, Manny D, I've got to ask, what is your history with the Pokemon franchise? Uh, you know what's funny? I was a kid of the 90s. I grew up with the Pokemon. I grew up with the Game Boy game, so I knew yeah. this kind of world, but I never really liked Pokemon. <gasps> I know, right? That's Blasphemy. I know. I was actually bullied at school because I didn't like Pokemon. How dare yeah. you, Manny D? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I know, I know enough. Like, I remember the cartoon. In Australia, we have a cartoon called Cheese TV, and they used to play Pokemon. TV you remember show that? Called Cheese TV. TV show called Cheese TV in Australia, and they used to play Pokemon. So I kind of am familiar with the lore. I know a little bit about it. What's your history Did with it? Did you play any of the games? Yeah, I played the Game Boy games. I used to play the uh, Nintendo game where you could do all the little. Uh, it was called Pokemon Stadium, but you could do all the little oh, trials. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. fantastic. The I love tournaments. That game. Yeah, and I remember the cards. My brother was a huge collector of the cards. The trading card game. Yeah, yeah of course. It was massive. Like, you couldn't go anywhere. Pokemon Mania was insane. Ain't that the truth? It was late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. And I saw the Mewtwo movie in cinemas. I remember that was a big deal, yeah, which yeah. is interesting well, because he kind of appears in this one. Yeah, yeah. I think that might tie into my plot a little. No spoilers. Me too. In potential no spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, my history with Pokemon. Quite like you, Matty D, I grew up in Pokemon Mania. I think I was about maybe 10 or 11 when it was sweeping the world. And I too wasn't really that into Pokemon. Too into Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's right. I was into Digimon as well. Oh, God, you're lame. 
But yeah, I never really got into Pokemon. And like you, Matty D, I was actually bullied at school <laughs> because I wasn't into it. I didn't collect the trading card games. I didn't own any of the games. Look at this guy. He's not into Pokemon. He doesn't have a Pikachu shirt. Let's I just get thought, him. I just thought it was a bit kiddie, if you ask me. Like, it was very tame compared to the other anime shows that I was watching at the time. Okay, so you were you were too mature for Pokemon. Well, it just didn't appeal to me in the same way, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I did play some of the games, though, eventually. Quite a few of the games. I was quite partial to Pokemon Snap, if you remember that game. I do remember. I thought that was the most enjoyable one out of the, the entire game, series. Right? Yeah, that's right. I dabbled in Pokemon Go you know a couple what? of years I, ago. I did. I got really into that game for like See, there uh, you go. half a year. I completely forgot about You're that. You're more into Pokemon than you think. Well, there you go. Yeah, I never collected the trading card game, though. I didn't go and see the Mew versus Mew 2 movie at the cinemas when that came out. Mm. Though I remember there was a card, a limited edition collector's that's card right. that they gave you when you went and saw the movie. Oh. And then because everyone had that card, they were worthless. Everyone was just like, oh, this is stupid, you know. <laughs> we can't play with them. They haven't got any stats on it. It's just a collector's card. Now, fast forward to mm. 2019 when we record this, that card is one of the most valuable collector's items out well, of the trading card do, series. Do you remember you used to go because to Because like, there was only that one release. Do you remember you would go to like markets and people would be selling cards? Like they would open up portfolios and you would actually yeah, that's put right. money to buy these cards. I remember they used to be in the chip packets, right? That's where you used to no, be. No, no. You, you no? actually used to buy booster packs from the supermarket. You still do actually. If you go into your supermarket right now, they'll be there with the toys in that little toys slash stationery section where you I'm buy. I'm getting confused with the Dragon Ball Z Tarzos, but yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, big deal. They also had Digimon cards in chips as well. You might <laughs> be thinking of that. Maybe, maybe. So What's that, that should lead us directly into talking about Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yeah, that's right. What do we know about the movie so far? So as of this podcast, there's been two trailers released. That's um, right. We had the first trailer that's pretty much showing Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. That's right. And we have Justin Smith is his name, right? I know you're going to go into Justice the cast. Smith. Justice Smith. Oh, geez, that's bad that I got And his he's name not wrong. one of Will Smith's children either. And essentially what we're seeing is Pikachu is visiting this young man, this young character. Mm-hmm. He's trying to help him find his father and adopting the fact that he's a detective Pikachu. And we know that this Pikachu can communicate with this young boy. Yeah. And there's been two trailers out now. We see that it's a world where Pokemon and humans live in... Quite like the video games, the TV show. Yeah, so this so is on the, and so forth. Yeah, this is the Pokemon universe, but they're telling a kind of different story than what they would yeah. usually tell. Seems like a detective mystery story. Yeah. And that's where we go so far. In my research, I found that Detective Pikachu, and, and maybe I'm, I'm bad for not knowing this originally, was a video game. That's right. So, I had heard of that before. Yeah. So I've never I think, played it, but I had heard of it. I think it might be based something on that. But yeah, we've, we've gotten two trailers so far. It's a world where Pokemon and humans live together. Yeah. Pikachu can talk to Tim, who's the character's name, Timothy, yep. and they're helping each other find their dad and solve this big mystery and there's a lot of energy and there's a lot of Pokemon that we all see in a little bit of... It's basically like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but with Pokemon instead of cartoons. It is. Um, yeah, so... Oh, I should say this about the trailer. It's generated a lot of mixed feelings. A lot of people kind of think it looks yeah, silly right. or pandering, but there's a lot of people and a lot of fan base that are really excited for this. Yes. And when I first watched this trailer, I thought it was absolute trite. I thought it was one of those fake trailers that they mm. make around April 1st, you know, for yeah. like Funny or I Die th- or College yeah, Humor or something like that. So silly. But second trailer came around and I have no idea why, but I'm completely converted. I'm bandwagoning on this. I think Was it the song choice? Yeah, maybe. I, I really like that song. That's a great was song. It, I Need a Hero yeah, by Bonnie but Tyler. I, I was just kind of like, I was like, yeah, this is going to be really fun. This is going to be a fun movie. So I'm actually it's gonna excited. It's going to be a fun little romp, guys. And look, it's. Matty D's going to be there opening night with his absolutely. bucket of popcorn with, with and his my Pikachu, Pikachu hat. hat. <laughs> oh, don't go in any forests with that. <laughs> oh, 
No, that was a <laughs> yeah. You're, that was a Toy Story hat that you're thinking of. But anyway, but yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of feelings. I think a lot of people will come to this movie, but it's exciting that even though it is a popular universe that they're covering, it's not going to be a sequel or a reboot or a and there's no movie. Ash Ketchum. So I think a lot of people will be happy about that. No Ash Ketchum. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, there was no in the Ooh. original video games. So well, there was actually it was one of the default names in the English version. There All right, there you go. Fair a bit of trivia enough. for you there, Matty D. I, well, he was officially called Red. So. Or whatever. Mm. I think that was a default name as well. But yes, anyway, we won't go into that. It's not that sort of show. This isn't the Pokemon podcast. Potential Pokemon. (laughs) No way. Pokemon spoilers. We're the wrong people for that. So maybe we should get into the cast. Yeah, maybe we should. But I think we should just point out for all non-Pokemon fans who are listening to this show Mm. that Pokemon is an abbreviation of Pocket Monsters. Thanks, Kieran. (laughs) Thanks for that. That's (laughs) really So now you're all on board. So yeah, if you don't... completely understand the rest of the episode. If you don't know what Pokemon is, and I don't know why you would listen to this podcast for this episode but essentially it's little anime creatures that mm. resemble animals yes. they get captured in these little pokeballs and they get used and it sounds really barbaric to fight other pokemon that's and right you essentially catch them from the wildlife and you train them and you evolve them to bigger badder pokemon they have different evolutionary phases the person that gets the best pokemon is the best pokey you gotta catch them all maddie d yeah you're you gotta right. get all of them to be a pokemon capitalism master. at its finest well the video game was actually invented by a guy who was an avid bug collector as a kid that makes so a lot of sense that's where the whole idea comes from. That's cool. Collecting and categorizing bugs. Oh, cool. And he wanted to share that passion with the world. And make a lot of money. He also was a big Final Fantasy fan, if that wasn't obvious. Oh, there you go. Now, we should really talk about who's in this movie, as you keep suggesting. Yep. So, of course, we have Pikachu, who is voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Deadpool himself. Yes. The Green Lantern himself. (laughs) Two two guys, a girl, and a pizza place himself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Wow. Just friends himself. Blade 3 himself. (laughs) There you go. He's been Uh, in some doozies. Yeah, he certainly has. This movie may be another hit for him. It may not, but we'll see. He'll make a lot of money from it. So after Green Lantern, I'm sure he's used to voicing an animated character. So this is just stepping into an old pair of comfortable shoes for him. We've also got Catherine Newton playing the journalist Lucy. Now, I know her from an episode of Mad Men. That's the only thing I've ever seen her in. But I understand that she played a character on several episodes of Supernatural. And she was one of the main characters in Paranormal Activity 4. Okay, really? Yep. Have you ever heard of her before, Catherine Newton? No, I haven't. Um, I could tell from your stunned silence and the blank expression on your face (laughs) that that might be the case. She's not someone I know, but I've seen her face. So I kind of recognize her a little bit. But I never really watched Mad Men. So Well, next up we have Justice Smith playing our lead character. I suppose Pikachu's technically the lead character, but our secondary lead character is Justice Smith, who's mm-hmm. playing Tim Goodman. No relation to John, of course. Now, you may remember him from Jurassic <laughs> no World. To John. I hope he's the dad. Thank you. Uh, you may recognize him from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. He was, I think he was like a computer nerd. I didn't see the movie, so yeah. I can't really I speak can't to remember that. the movie. I know he has glasses, so that's why I'm presuming he is a <laughs> computer nerd, but he's got glasses in this too, so. Mm. The next person I wanted to mention was Karan Sony. I don't know who he plays in the movie. He plays a character called Jack. Mm-hmm. He certainly isn't in my plot, but I'm just going <laughs> to presume he's a taxi driver since he played a taxi driver in Deadpool. Now, interestingly enough, when I was looking at his page on IMDb, I noticed that every second credit is like Indian man. Yeah. So I think this guy, he's not afraid to be typecast. And you think this might be the case? Mm, yeah, I'd almost guarantee that this might be the okay. case. 
All right. Now, next up, we have Ken Watanabe, mm-hmm. who is playing Detective Yoshida. Yes. Who is the partner of Tim Goodman's father. So, of course, Detective Yoshida is a detective, as the title would probably indicate. But you may know Ken Watanabe from Inception, The Last Samurai. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. What a pull. Mm. But yes, he is, of course, in the movie to pull in the Japanese audience. Not that they wouldn't be here already for kidding? the Pokemon. They don't need any. Yeah. They don't need any pull for this movie. But he's basically Japan's biggest actor. So it's like putting Ryan Reynolds in the movie. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I suppose they've got to have at least one Japanese person in this Japanese franchise. I think there's a few in the trailer. Mm, could be. Mm. No one in a major speaking role, though. Mm. Yeah, true. Next credit, we have Omar Shaparo, who plays Sebastian. Yep. He is the owner of a Charizard, I yes. believe, in the trailer. Uh, I don't know him from anything. He's just been in a lot of Mexican movies that I haven't yeah. seen. And last but not least, I have here credited Paul Kitson mm-hmm. as Harry Goodman, the father of Tim Goodman. Again, no relation to John. Uh, you may know him as Pub Barman. <laughs> not from Avengers Endgame. No, really? But from an episode <laughs> of Black Mirror called San Junipero. Oh, there you go. You may remember that one. Very famous episode. Nope. Uh, okay, you haven't seen it? Okay. No, I didn't. There'll, pe- be, there'll be people out there who will get the reference. Anyway, that's our main cast. There's a few other cast members that are credited, but they're not credited with roles. Um, I've managed to work one of them into my plot. Shall we cover a big A-lister? That's no, no. I think you can talk about him if you mention him in your plot. Okay. But I just want to keep him a surprise for Ooh. now until we talk about our plots. All right. Just in case it works into it okay. in some way. Okay. I believe you're going first, Matty D. Should yes, we dive straight into our plot? Let's do it. Let's do it. I was really excited about covering this movie. Um, mm, makes one of us. Yeah. I sort of was really confident. Now that I sit here, my little confidence is a little shaky, but we're mm. just going to plow straight through. Of course. Of course. How else here will we go? is my prediction for Detective Pikachu. I think that I just want to say, and I think you're on the same page as me, I think everybody's on the same page, it's going to be a noir-style movie, so that's what's going to influence the plot of the movie. Yep. <laughs> I, just I was to... going to interject there, but I think I'll save it for my plot. Oh, interesting. So I think that's going to be the tone of the movie. I think it's going to have a lot of Pokemon that we've seen before. They're all going to have their little cameos and it's all going to be very light. Obviously how the trailer is. Very light, fluffy, and with a lot of nostalgia yeah. and a lot of comedy. Yeah, so, noir often known for its light, fluffy nostalgia. that being said, we're going to open up with a flashback. Oh, of course. Yes, because we're going to see young Tim Goodman, what a great name for the hero, practicing catching Pokemon. And Mm. it's going to be narrated by Ryan Reynolds. He's going to talk about... This is Tim. Yeah, he's going to talk about... He's catching a Butterfree. How uh, he's going to talk about the importance of being a Pokemon master, about sort of the Pokemon lore, introducing fans into what... So there's going to be voiceover. What this universe is. How unusual for Matty D's plot lines. I know, right? I know. And it's going to be a little boy that we find out is Tim Goodman who's trying to catch maybe a Caterpie or something like that and his dad's helping him and it's all very nice. He wants to be the very best. Exactly. Like no one ever was. And he turns to his dad and he sort of says, can I be a Pokemon master? And then his dad looks at him and says, absolutely, son. Like every, anything's possible. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the best Pokemon trainer ever. And here's what I think is going to happen. Boom, zoom out. Mm. We're playing it. What are we playing? We're playing the classic, oh, classic black and white on the Game Pokemon Boy Pokemon theme song, but it's going to be a reamped hip Pokemon yeah, theme song. It's going to be a popular version. Yep, that's what you're going to have. That's what's going to introduce this film, and then we bring it into present day, where we meet Tim, who is a detective. Um, oh, really? Yes, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Yep. I sort of played with this idea whether he was or not, but I think I think he will be. But anyway, he gets informed that his dad is dead. Oh. Mm. 
Yes, but a strange thing happens because his dad sends him a letter. A letter that gives him a train ticket to Rhyme City. Why not an email? Because in the trailer, there was a physical ticket. <laughs> so okay. so right. it's, okay. a, it's a mail. All right, I'm with so you Tim's kind of like really weirded out that his dad would give him a ticket and just finding out his dad is dead is a very emotional thing. He hasn't been in touch with his dad for some time. We have no idea why, but he's kind of distanced himself from the world of Pokemon. So in the world of Rhyme City, this is a world where it's like the Pokemon hub. Um, this is the place where Pokemon and humans coexist together, which is why kind of Tim's kind of away from that world because he doesn't really want to be there. He doesn't really have any interest in Pokemon, but he's got this letter that has this train ticket. So he heads over to find out what's going on. And in doing so, he sees the city. And this is where we get introduced to our universe. We, we see all the Pokemon. We get like a nice little fish out of water. Tim sort of interacting with the slow pokes and, you know, the little things that are crawling off. Yes, you're going to. Well, surely he would have interacted with Pokemon before okay. as a youngster. Okay. These are a part of the everyday world, unless not, he's living in a cave not with all the Zubat. <laughs> not, and not, the mucks. Not a All right, maybe not fish out of water as opposed to he's not used to this amount of Pokemon just living right. around the place. Right. You know Fair what I mean? Yeah. So he's there, but he's kind of like Eddie Valiant in um, <laughs> Who Framed, in, Roger, Who Framed Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. He goes to his dad's funeral, and this is where he meets all of these people that are big players in Rhyme City. So there's a credited actor, and I'm going to go into yep. it straight. His Feel name free. is Bill Nye. The science guy. The science guy. Um, and he is the mayor of Rhyme City. So he comes in, he says, my condolences, your dad was an amazing man, an amazing detective. He did a lot for this city and this community. He's the mayor, you say? He is the mayor. Okay. He meets Nishida, who says hello to him. Yoshida. Yoshida. He meets Yoshida, who says hello to him. He sort of gets uh, he gets a little bit about his dad and his life. A lot of Pokemon are there. They read this beautiful uh, eulogy that says... <laughs> Pokemon read the eulogy? <laughs> no, they read this statement that he like looked after Godin, Pokemon, Godin, Godin. dedicated his life to Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> dedicated his life to Pokemon and humans. Anyway, with this letter, Tim also has a key to the apartment, which we see in the trailer. Harry's apartment, that is. Yes, Harry's apartment, his dad's apartment. He visits Yoshida at the detective agency. He's very like, my condolences, your dad was a brilliant man. He's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, you, you should be a detective like you know your father. You'd be great at it. If it's you or anything like your dad, you'd be amazing. He's like, I'm not really interested. I'm going to head off soon after this funeral. I'm going to go. So he I'm goes, not at all like my father. Exactly. He goes and he stays at his dad's apartment and his dad's apartment is just full of Pokemon merch because he loves Pokemon. And it's very hard for Tim to sort of deal Pikachu with Pikachu hats. Pikachu bed. This is where we come into contact with our second lead, Pikachu. And Pikachu breaks in. They have a nice little funny exchange where he thinks it's something that's breaking into his house and they realize it's a Pikachu. Then Goes they in with that... the only weapon available, a stapler. Yeah. And I won't go into it because it's in the trailer, but you yes. know, they find out that he can talk and he's freaked out. And Pikachu has a hat. He has amnesia. He can't remember a thing, but he has a hat that has Harry's name and this address in it. So Pikachu thinks Harry's alive. It's a alive. Sherlock style, old fashioned detective hat. He Exactly. And this is what Pikachu will wear throughout the course of the movie. And this piques Tim's interest because... Pikachu's Tim's interest. This Pikachu's Tim's interest because his dad could be alive. It makes a lot of sense because why would his dad send him a ticket after his demise? Yeah. yeah. So it, there's a lot of eyebrow raising, but at the at the moment, Tim doesn't really want to have a bar of it. He wants to go to Pikachu to leave him alone. They have that little exchange and they try to pick up. They decide they're going to pick up after where their dad left off. So their dad, uh, Harry, was they're on the trail, was last when we find out from Yoshidu, <laughs> Yoshida. Yes. We find out from Yoshida that he was investigating a missing Mewtwo. 
And so they go to the scene of the crime. It might be a cave or something like that where they try to figure out what, what happened. The cave that Tim was living in for the last <laughs> 10 years or whatever. Okay, he knew Pokemon existed. He just wasn't around them. He wasn't exposed right. to them. And they're looking around. They're trying to like rummage around. And all of a sudden they get attacked by a rogue Pokemon. And it's just crazy. It might be one of those like that monkey and Pokemon. or Who's that Pokemon, Maddie? Maybe it's the one Manky? that has the tongue around it. Sorry for Lick fans. No, the one that has the tongue. It's like the ninja one. Because I saw them in the trailer. Hitmonchan, Hitmonchan. Yeah, something like that. So I'm sorry, fans who know the Pokemon really well. It'll just be some crazed Pokemon. Anyway, they'll have a little fight scene. They'll take the Pokemon down and the Pokemon will like calm itself down and, and they'll like talk to it and interrogate it. Pokemon will be like, I had no idea why I attacked you. And this in, is in where Pokemon they Pokemon language, of course. Yes, to Pikachu. This is where they'll also meet another person who was attacked, which was the journalist who was covering the story. That was hot on the tail as well. Interested in what was going on, why a famous detective went missing. Lucy as well. And Lucy tells them, she's like, you guys are way out of your depth here. You you need my help. You can't do this by yourself. But I've seen this before. I've seen Pokemon react this way. It's been a thing that's been happening through the cities, just Pokemon random outbursts and just full of rage. Last time I saw it, it was with a Charizard. So that's, right. so that's when they go and they find a Charizard. So they go up and they find this underground Pokemon Stadium. Mm, but it's not 64. like the Pokemon Stadium 64 that we experienced. It's like a really dingy, really underground sort of thing. Yeah. God, I have a theme with my reviews. And they try to talk to the trainer, Sebastian. Sebastian's really arrogant. He doesn't talk. He only talks about Pokemon. He's busy. He's got a Pokemon battle. He doesn't want to talk to them at all. So the only way they can get his attention is if they join the duel. And Tim mm. has to kind of relive his dreams of being a Pokemon. Pokemon trainer, but he doesn't really want to, but he comes in and Pikachu is his Pokemon and they and they do a little Pokemon battle versus the Charizard. But Pikachu's way out of his element. He can't lightning bolt. He's scared or whatever. Can't get it up like <laughs> the Hulk. Exactly. And the Charizard's just going berserk, but eventually through the power of teamwork and through Tim's great Pokemon training abilities and instructions and Pikachu's Pikachu Charming zest for life. Exactly. They try and charisma. They triumph. And the trainer is super impressed. He says, kid, you should have been a trainer. Like, you should be a trainer. You'd be great. You'd be fantastic. you got a natural gift and your Pokemon's amazing. That's for schmuck of a heel. I'll tell you. Sorry, wrong movie. I'll tell you whatever you need to know. Like, and then he sort of starts talking to him and they ask him about his Charizard, about his Charizard raging. (laughs) He's like, this happened. Yeah, this happened before. You had problems with your Charizard (laughs) raging. This happened before. So then he goes into detail and he says that someone helped him. He went to a specialist who helped him with his Charizard. (laughs) So this friend with the Charizard. (laughs) And here's where we go into and we meet. Clefairy was the the (laughs) singing Pokemon, but that that hospital Pokemon. No, yeah, Jigglypuff. Clefairy's the one that looks after, like... Okay, then it was Clefairy. um, No, Chansey's the one that's like a nurse. Chansey. So they go visit Chansey. And through Pikachu, Chansey tells them that she's been having these Pokemon. They've been like raging and they don't know what's going on, but they found that they have strands of Mewtwo DNA. Oh, okay. And then they also have maybe a a fragment of the Pokemon they defeated earlier in the scene and they give it to her and she also says... Charizard. Not Charizard. They got the information of Charizard, but the Pokemon they fought right at the beginning with Lucy... Whatever that is, we'll say it's the monkey Pokemon. Oh, I see. The yep. Hitmonchan or Hitmonlee or whatever exactly. it was. Exactly. And then they find out that the same DNA strand is on them. So there's something in the Pokemon that's causing them to rage. They leave. Mm. Guess who comes out to meet them? Team Rocket. Oh, yes, really? Team Rocket's in my review. They come out. Jesse they, and James? Maybe not. Or but just they're, random they're just, grunts they're just in black random, shirts. They're random grunts in black shirt. They steal the evidence. Yoshida, 
they'll come to them and they'll be like, we found a lead. There's something in the Pokemon that's making them act out. I think that's what my dad was onto. Team Rockets are involved. Yoshido's like, you're not a detective. Stay away from this. Leave it to the real cops. You're done. You're cops, you're little you're people. You're too emotional. Don't get involved. But Tim and his friend Lucy, and also I forgot to mention they have a Psyduck. It's my favorite Pokemon, Kieran. Oh. Um, so there, there's the four of them. They decide, and Pikachu's wearing the cute little hat and there's a lot of banter going on. They decide to sneak in to Team Rocket's lair. Lair, yes. Underground lair. Underground lair. Is it going to be dingy? And Of course, of course. And they find that they have all these um, Pokemon that have been captured and they're actually making this drug with Mewtwo DNA and putting it in the Pokemon. Wow. To make them superpowered. Exactly. Wow, you put a lot of thought into this, Exactly. None of this is in the trailer, by the way. You're just drawing this from midair. Yes. So once they go in there, that's a good little win for them. And this is when I, f- I see that they'll find Jinx outside and they'll interrogate Jinx, like we saw in the trailer. And Jinx will eventually you mean crack. Mr. Mime? Mr. Mime. Was it? Oh, God. <laughs> Jinx is the one that looks a bit like Nicki Minaj. In this, blackface. This prediction is trubbish. <laughs> um, okay, yep, they'll review mime. I thought it was Jinx. Whoops. He'll That's eventually Mr. Mime to you, Mr. Mime. Eventually, after a nice little funny to and throw, that he'll break and say that they were trying to create super strong Pokemon. They tried to use Mew DNA, but they were actually using Mewtwo DNA. It was making the Pokemon strong, but it was making them rage, which is when it got out. This is what's causing this. They then track down the leader of Team Rocket when they find this, and they're into. And what's the leader? of Team Rocket's name? I don't know, some guy. Some some guy will be the Team team Rocket leader. It doesn't really matter. And they will be interrupted by the Mewtwo. He's back and he attacks them. They try to fight him off, but he's just too strong. So somehow Mewtwo is related into this. They come to the mayor, Bill Nye, whatever his character's name is. I was wondering when he'd come back. He's very interested. So at the the moment, he's not really involved with it, but now he's like, okay, this has gone too far. They're obviously bringing out these drugs and, and making these Pokemon angry and aggressive and we need to stop it and we think Team Rocket's behind it and obviously they've done it to Mew and Mew's like, well, Mew's already got the DNA but Mew's involved somehow um, and they've used it to start attacking humans. But Classic Bill decides that what's best for them is to throw a Pokemon festival with really? yep, with okay. inflatable uh, Pokemon like we see in the trailer. This is where I'm pulling it from. And Mewtwo, it's like the Macy's Day Parade but with yep. Pokemon. Mewtwo attacks again. Nice little fight scene and Mewtwo will give a big speech about how he is so strong and so powerful and Pokemon So have- he'll be able to speak, will he? Mm, that's a good point. I didn't think that through. We've only ever seen Mewtwo speak English in the past. Yeah, so he does speak. He speaks to the humans, right? In the first movie. That's, that's where right. I'm drawing it from. Yeah. Well, we'll say Mewtwo can speak and it actually fits into my prediction as to why that would be the case. So he tells everybody that, because I was originally going to have he, one of his henchmen get caught and tell this, but I think Mewtwo would be powerful if Mewtwo did this. Mm. Um, if you were writing it, this is Yeah, if do. I was writing it, I'll do this. It's shorter if I do this. Mewtwo says that for ages, Pokemon have been slaves to man. They're powerful. They're strong but they've always been captured and treated like animals and fought against each other, the Pokemon are going to revolt against humans and become free. Right, so he's a member of Peter, basically. It's a Pokemon civil war staged by Mewtwo. There's a big fight scene. Big Um, coup. Mewtwo disappears, but eventually they track him down. They they capture the Mewtwo. They get the Team Rocket. Everyone's captured. Hooray. We realize that it was actually Team Rocket and Mewtwo putting these drugs into Pokemon, and that's what's causing this whole shabakle. Now it's fixed. We've shut down the Team Rocket establishment. We've caught the ringleader, which was Mewtwo. We're going to take them all in jail. Happy days, happy days. But uh, while they're taking Mewtwo away, a car intercedes and rescues Mewtwo. A stranger rescues Mewtwo. <laughs> Bill Nye is furious. What, what's funny? <laughs> I'm just imagining Mew in a car. <laughs> Mewtwo, sorry. Mewtwo in a car. Like in the well, passenger like seat, that. like, whoa. 
and Tim and his gang are like, we got to save, like not save, we we got to we got to go after Mewtwo. He's been busted Does out. Detective Pikachu feature in your plot at all? Yeah, he's there. He's just around. He's there. Him and Tim are together. Okay. So then they track down the stranger, maybe in a dark abandoned Dingy shack. alleyway. Ooh, maybe it's Tim's childhood home, and they realize the stranger is actually Harry. He's alive. Mm. His dad saved Mewtwo, and his dad tells him, "You don't know what you're in for. You don't know the whole story. This is not what you think it is." And then Bill Nye reveals himself as Ba Ba Ba, the big bad guy the whole time. He orchestrated. Was this he wearing whole a mask thing. or a fake mustache? Wait for it. Oh, this is going to be controversial. A lot oh. of fans will be angry with me. But Bill Nye reveals himself as the guy that created the drugs in the first place. Was implanting Pokemon and enraging them. The and mayor. The mayor. Yes, the mayor of Pokytown. Why would the mayor do such a thing? Rhyme City. Thank you. Rhyme City. Why would the mayor do such a thing to Rhyme City? Because Why, he's maybe? not a man at all. He's actually a Pokemon. <gasps> And he is, to be precise, Ditto, <laughs> the morphing Pokemon. I was hoping that he'd like, <laughs> remember me, Harry? It's kind of like that. So Ditto did all this so that he pretended to be Bill Nye. He pretended to be Mewtwo in those scenes. He used Team Rocket, but Team Rocket were just trying to... He lied to Team Rocket and said, this will make your Pokemon powerful. He orchestrated this drug because what he wanted to do was he wanted to make Pokemon revolt against their masters because he felt that it was wrong that Pokemon are enslaved humans. He wanted to make Pokemon great again. Exactly. But when he tried to mobilize, I guess, the Pokemon, when he tried to be free, because the way he sees it is that Pokemon were free animals. They, they were really strong. They were stronger than humans. Humans came around and decided that they were going to keep them as pets and keep them as, you know, sparring and get Battle them to fight bots. each other. And he didn't like that idea. Like, he, he wanted to revolt. But Pokemon had this uncanny connection to humans. They fell in love with them. They had this partnership with them. So it's yin and yang. None of the Pokemon would, would get on board with it. They didn't want to fight their humans. They loved and grew affection for them. So the only way Ditto could do this was to orchestrate this whole big plan and put drugs into the Pokemon, make the Pokemon fight them, make the humans react. And when the Pokemon saw how ugly the humans were, they would fight back, creating a mass civil Pokemon versus man war. I know, how cruel is that? You you blankly stare at me. Anyway, this creates a massive fight scene. Oh, I should also say the reason Pikachu's mind is erased is because they also have either Hypno or Exy who can erase people's minds or hypnotize him. So that's why... I'm not quite sure who Exy is. Uh, it's, a, it's a Pokemon, a super Pokemon that can... Probably mispronounced it, but can erase people's minds, which made sense because Pikachu has amnesia. So the reason right. Harry went into hiding and why he faked his own death was because he found this out, found out the mayor was behind it, needed to go into hiding, sent the ticket over so that Tim would come and figure it out. Pikachu was caught and his mind was erased because the mayor has all the power. So this has a fight scene. Ditto can turn into all these cool Pokemon. So it's a big thing where he's turning into different Pokemon. It's a Pikachu versus Pikachu battle. They outsmart him by maybe trying to make him into a very powerful... What's electricity weak to? Is it water? I can't remember. What's Um, what's, what's electricity better than? Water, yeah. Yeah. So maybe he gets him into like a powerful water Pokemon. And flying has the advantage over electricity, just so you know. Oh, cool. Good little thing. That's how Pikachu beats him. They all win. It's all fantastic. Pikachu like bopping around saying, this wasn't too bad. We should make a thing of this. We should maybe be a team because guess what, Kieran? We're going to have a sequel to this movie. It's oh, happening. Detective Pikachu yep. 2? Absolutely. We're going to prepare for this. Tim's like, yep, that sounds good. I'll be a part-time Pokemon trainer, but a full-time detective when I work with my partner Pikachu. It's going to be great. And we're going to go into roll credits, but not until we have, and it's going to happen, a who's this Pokemon moment. Yep, like the after credits in the TV show. Duh, duh, duh. Well, and I don't know, it'll break. be... They had it in the halfway ad break. Uh, whatever, we'll, we'll have it at credits. It might be something like Magikarp, he's needs to come here. <laughs> Ba-da-da. And that's my plot. Well, there we go. Yeah. Very thorough, very thought out. 
I think you've definitely put much more thought into it than I have, my one. But yeah, that was quite crazy. You went in all sorts of different directions. I think yours is going to be a three-hour epic like a Marvel movie. (laughs) Mine, I think, is like going to be a crisp one hour 20 by comparison. But yeah, lots of twists and turns. But weirdly enough, weirdly enough, Mm. we actually have a lot of similarities (laughs) in our plots. A lot of coinciding plot points that we've come up with out of thin air here. Interestingly enough, I suppose you'll discover that as you hear my plot. Now, without, of course, delaying it any longer, I should go straight into it. Now, of course, it wouldn't be one of my plots. (laughs) Cold open. Everyone can see this coming a mile off. We start with the cold open. Jesus. Surprise, surprise. It's Harry, the detective and father of Tim, behind the wheel of a car with Pikachu in the passenger seat. They're being pursued by another vehicle, a mystery vehicle, in the middle of the night, swerving, jumping all over the place, and they get into a car accident. I think those two fox Pokemon who appeared in the trailer, who I couldn't identify because they're too new for me to be able to recognise... But I'm pretty sure they'll either be in the car or they'll sabotage the car on foot. Like, they might be standing on the road and Harry will swerve to miss them. They'll roll the car and get into a huge wreck. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Pikachu will be thrown clear from the wreck and Harry will stay in the car. Maybe the airbags save him, but he crawls out all bloody and bruised. Harry does. Yeah, Harry does. While Pikachu's hidden far away in a bush where he's landed safely, but he's bumped his head on the way down. Oh. The bad guys pull up in their mystery vehicle. Let's say it's a, a van, a black van, and they grab Harry, who's barely conscious, and they pull him into the van and drive off. Now, the next morning, we'll have Tim arriving at Rhyme City. He's come there out of the blue to visit his dad, who he hasn't seen for a long time because he left home at the age of 10 to become a Pokemon trainer. Cute. But he never made it in the Pokemon tournament. He never got to first place. So he eventually decided, you know what? I'm done with being a Pokemon trainer. I'm going to move back home and then rethink my life. I don't know what I'm going to do at this stage, but I'm retired as a Pokemon trainer at the ripe old age of 18. Well, you know, it's it's a young man's game. He's got eight good years in there. And simultaneously, Pikachu wakes up the next morning. He's dazed and confused. He's got really bad amnesia. He can't remember who he is, where he is. The only clue he has is Harry's hat that's been left behind with Harry's home address in it. Of course, the old-fashioned Sherlock Holmes-style hat that you, of course, mentioned in your plot and Mm -hmm. we saw in the trailers. That's Pikachu's only clue. Aside from that, he doesn't know who he is, where he's been, what his story is. He's hoping that he can find Harry at his home and find out what's going on. Now, once Tim arrives in Rhyme City, he'll go to his dad's old place of work looking for his dad because he hasn't heard from him for a while. That's where he'll meet Detective Yoshida, played by Ken Watanabe. And Ken Watanabe... Tanabe, of course, Detective Yoshida, says basically the same thing that he said to you, except yours was at a funeral. I don't think there's going to be a funeral in my plot. But yes, he says, your dad was a great detective. He became a private detective, left the Pokemon Police Force. (laughs) Pokemon Police Force is a thing? In my universe, yes. Yes. He left the Pokemon Police Force 10 years ago. Officer Jenny was pushing him out the door with sexual harassment charges or whatever. No. (laughs) That's Brock. (laughs) No, I don't think that'll actually happen. Yes, but he left the police force to become a private detective. He always was a great man. You remind me a lot of him when he was young. I'm nothing like him. Yeah. And then we'll have the line, I'm nothing like him. So Tim will return back to Harry's apartment quite like your plot. And in his apartment, he sees all the old case files. Everything's left a little dusty and turned over like no one's been there for a while. And he looks at all the old Pokemon memorabilia that's around the house. Similar to Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, exactly. There'll be sad film noir music playing in the background. And he'll settle down on the bed to have a good night 
night's sleep. He's had a long day. He's exhausted. He's all tuckered out. Now, unlike you, Matty D, I don't think this film will be too heavily based on film noir. I think, like you said, it's going to be light and fluffy. It's going to be a light and fluffy fair. I think the only noir aspects of it will be that there's a detective in it. Really? Yeah. But I don't think they'll have, you know, full Venetian blinds, jazz soundtrack, bittersweet ending, that well, sort of thing. I don't think of that. I think it'll be like a lot of twists and turns, though. You know, yeah, obviously. of course, but that doesn't necessarily make a standard film noir storyline. Mm, but no. still, I think there'll be nods. There you go. There'll be I nods agree, to I agree. classic. I don't, film I don't think noir. it'll be full noir, but I think that no. it'll it'll kind of parody it almost. Yeah. Well, you said that Pikachu would have voiceover narration in your one. That's very much a noir aspect. Only in the beginning, yeah. not throughout the movie. Well, even so, even referencing oh, yeah, is, true. It could even be like a film noir style narration. At I was the start. actually thinking more like the original cartoon, how it had voiceover narration. What the narrator at the start. Yeah. Saying like, Ash and his friends exactly. leaving Verulian City. I see it like replicating that. Hopefully not as hammy as that. Hopefully more hammy than that. Yeah, because it will be Ryan Reynolds doing the talking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just as he's settling in to have a snooze, he hears some rummaging around in the next room. He goes in to investigate. Of course, it's Pikachu. Pikachu's come in looking around for clues. Since Harry's not there, he's decided to take matters into his own hands and look and see if there's any information on his past or history, whatever he can find. Of course, Tim confronts him with a stapler. We all know the plot. We heard it in yours. We've seen the trailer. And Tim finds out that Pikachu can speak English. Well, actually, he doesn't speak English. He speaks Pikachu-ish. And Tim is the only one who can understand him. Of course, Tim wants to know where his dad is. And of course, Pikachu wants to find Harry to find out his past. So naturally, they team up. The first place they go is to a coffee bar because this Pikachu is obsessed with drinking coffee. He drinks coffee like hard-boiled detectives drink alcohol. Yeah, I see that. he's like, I've got to get my coffee fix let's go to a coffee bar definitely and in the coffee bar there's going to be this gag where there's a jigglypuff who's singing karaoke and putting the patrons to sleep now while they're in the coffee bar they come across their first lead who is the mr mime okay now i'm not quite sure in my head how they established that he's a lead maybe there was a photo of harry and mr mime (laughs) in the case maybe the case file on the desk had that mr mime in it and they mm-hmm. see him in the coffee bar and like, that's him. And they have a little brief chase. But Mr. Mime is actually just pretending to escape in a vehicle rather than actually escaping in a vehicle. Hilarious. And they capture him pretty easily and take him in to question him. They question him just like in the trailer. But that's when they're interrupted by Lucy, the journalist who arrives and says, look, he's not going to tell you anything. And they'll say, why not? He's in my one of our case files. He's not going to tell you anything because he's a mime. He doesn't talk. It's going to be a great gag. Everyone will love it. And Lucy, of course, is going to have a Psyduck as a Pokemon computer. Companion. I'm so pumped for the side duck because I agree with you there. Who's going to follow around and it's going to be very slow and dopey. Yep. Typical side duck. Really relate to that character. And also Lucy has like a tiny Japanese car as well that they all have to squash into whenever they go someplace. Now, the reason that Lucy's involved, the journalist, is because Harry was leaking her information as he went along with the case. And of course, he left her details. If anything happens to me, find this Pikachu, go to my house, find my son, whatever oh, that's whatever is needs to happen. That's really smart. This is just something that I actually thought of on the fly just Okay, now. cool. So I like it. I wish thank I'd... you for congratulating my I wish brain. I, I wish I stole it. Now, Lucy knows that... Harry was investigating this guy called Sebastian. Okay. Who Lucy knows is the champion of an underground Pokemon fighting league. Ultimate Pokemon fighting champion. Now, she doesn't know exactly why Harry was having dealings with Sebastian, but that's hopefully something they can find out. Interesting. So Sebastian is the lead, not Charizard. What are you talking about? Just difference in my plot and your plot. Well, Sebastian's the champion and he owns Charizard. Yeah. So if that makes sense. They go to the underground Pokemon fighting league almost exactly 
exactly like your plot. Sebastian doesn't want to talk to them. He wants nothing to do with them unless they win the championship, make an example of him, become his better, so on and so forth. Standard fare, they fight Pikachu. Exactly the same as we saw in the trailer. He has to find it in himself to win and he eventually overcomes Charizard and wins. And then we find out that Sebastian and his Charizard work as security detail along with these two fox Pokemon for the leader of Team Rocket. What? <laughs> you have Team Rocket in your yes, plot too? Yes, that's right. And the leader of Team Rocket, his name is Giovanni and he's played by Bill Nye. <laughs> Where did you get the name Giovanni? Of all, piece, of all people. Uh, that was in Pokemon. Giovanni was always the leader of Team Rocket. Okay. It was in the original Pokemon Mew versus Mewtwo movie. It was in the cartoon series. Okay. Very common right. knowledge. So that's who I think he's playing. He's playing Giovanni, the very British Giovanni. Okay, I see no idea on that. I love that we both peg him as that. He's guy. not the mayor in my version. Okay. Just the leader of Team Rocket. So, of course, through Sebastian, they find out that at Team Rocket's secret lab, way out in the middle of nowhere near a giant volcano, of course, they are working on cloning Mew. Quite like in the plot of the original Pokemon Mew versus Mewtwo movie, okay. to mention it again. Because, of course, Team Rocket's goal is to... What is their goal? Is it to dominate the world? They want to catch all the Pokemon, yeah. but they're kind of like... Are I think they institutionalizing it. Like yeah. they're trying to like be yeah, a company right. rather than an individual. They're like the people who play the VR game full time in Ready Player One, if you've seen that movie. But nope. of course, I think Pokemon did it first. So mm, it's not really a good reference. Like T-Series in the YouTube wars. Of course, Giovanni and Team Rocket are successful in cloning Mew. Therefore, developing Mewtwo, it's going to be the standard. The creation breaks out and goes berserk. He'll attack the city during the giant parade, the Pokemon Festival. Not set up by Mayor Bill Nye. <laughs> but yes, um, Mew will blow up the balloons. And of course, I think it's going to lead to a huge climax where all the Pokemon have to come together as a team with their people and defeat Mewtwo by teaming up and using all their powers at the same time. Mewtwo will be defeated, but he won't be killed. He'll eventually learn the errors of his ways. He might fly off into the sunset, just like at the end of that original movie. And the whole reason that Harry is tied up into this is because he found out about the lab. He found out about the experiment while he was there snooping around with Pikachu, who he'd rescued from the lab. He was in Team Rocket's lab and he'd rescued him while he was there. Maybe he could also understand Pikachu, so Pikachu could give him all the information about what was going on in Team Rocket's lab the whole time. They tried to escape in the car, of course. Giovanni sent out Sebastian to chase him down with the two fox-like Pokemon, and that's what led us to the start of the movie. Yep. But Harry is captured inside the Team Rocket base. They release him around the time that Mewtwo is released and goes on his rampage. But he's alive, he's free. And of course, once Mewtwo is defeated and everyone's come together to save the festival, we have our happy ending. Pikachu is free to go and do whatever he wants to do, but of course he wants to be a detective yep. and it's going to be a family business. Tim, Harry and Pikachu. Oh, how nice. The end, all lovely, neat, in a little bow. We have a pop song over the end credits. Probably a cover of an 80s song. Yep. Guarantee it almost. And that will be Pokemon Detective Pikachu. That's my plot. Yay. I don't feel like mine was as in-depth as yours, but it was sort of neater in a way, if I might say so myself. Very much neater. Mine was all over the place. In my head, it, it was a movie. <laughs> 
I'm sure it would have been a movie, whether it was a good one or not. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I'm not saying that mine was the best thing ever made, but... Yeah. Although it's something I, I do want to jump on to your plot as well, because I do agree that Pikachu will be like addicted to coffee like he will booze. I think it'll be a huge part of his character to like put the coffee down, so to speak. Yeah. And not I don't need, need the coffee to win. Exactly. Maybe he finds out that it's actually stunting his electricity. Yeah, I'm wondering if the electricity, not being able to electrocute people is a thing that he can't do it. Because mm. I've seen in the trailer doing it so I don't know if it's like just something that is a gag in that trailer or whether initially he can't actually attack people and then he has to sort of develop that and that's a climax almost Mm. let's just say it's in both of our plots there you go perfect Mm -hmm. and so that was presumably Detective Pikachu yeah that fun roller coaster ride where we have fathers dying or mysteriously disappearing and I can't remember was he dead in your version was Harry dead in your version no no remember he came at the end oh good oh it is a happy ending in both universes yeah so of course if you've got your own theories on Detective Pikachu. I'm not quite sure why you would, but if you do, please let us know. We have an email address. It's potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Otherwise, we've got a Facebook page. You can always contact us there. Come up to us in the street and shout it in our faces. If you know what we look like, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure we'd appreciate that. And now we should also mention what we're talking about next week. Mm -hmm. We're going back to the sequel well. Yay. And this is actually a series that I'm not familiar with at all, so I'm going to have to do some research. You haven't watched them? No, I haven't seen any of them. Tell you what, you would really like these movies, I think. And now that I tell you this... Every time that someone tells me that, I, it's never the case. But I know you as well. Like, Okay. You're also probably going to hate it And now that I've said that you're going to like it. Okay, well, <laughs> I suppose we'll find out next week. I'll be week. right either way. I will have seen both movies in the lead-up to the third movie that we'll be discussing next week. And of course, that series is the John Wick series, and we're mm. going to be talking about John Wick number three three. That's it. Now I know Ian McShane's in this series as well so that's automatically a plus in my book if you listen to our Hellboy episode. Yes. So yeah if you've got an opinion on John Wick as well if you've got an opinion on what's going to happen in the third one if you're a John Wick fan yeah chuck a plot at us as well. We could steal it or we could just read it out and say we need all the help we can get here. And acknowledge you live on the podcast world be like so and so thinks this will happen maybe you'll be right. I'm definitely going to need to watch some of those John Wick movies because otherwise I'm going to be completely lost when I do the episode. Have you seen both of them? Yes, I have. Okay, so Matty D's already got a leg up on me. Mm. Alright, so catch you next week for John Wick. Thanks for joining me, Matty D. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, Kieran, and I'll see you next week. See you then. Pika Pika! Who's that Pokemon? I, I'll call him Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about it? He's <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> it's Charmander. <Dad>! <laughs> well, I call him. What did I just call him? Ham- Hamilton. Hamilton. He's very important. <laughs>